back to Flourish. I'm your host, Jules. And I'm Nicolette. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. And sorry that there are no birds chirping in the background. Everyone's been begging. And, you know, today is not the day, but we're hoping like next episode or two. Absolutely. Within the next couple, the birds will be back. We're just giving them an extra couple weeks to like Mm. wake back up. Mm -hmm. Just warm up those voices for us. Their little singing voices. So don't you worry, they're coming. Yes. Um, Jules, because did you see that I explained to everyone how our Instagram works and how we trade off weeks? Mm. Did you see Mm -hmm. that I told them that? I did. Okay, so if you don't follow us on Instagram, first of all, you should (laughs) follow us now, please. You're missing out on a lot of good stuff. But I explained to all of you that Julie and I actually switch off weeks with the podcast, like running the, or sorry, we switch off weeks running the Instagram. And we do this so that we like, get a break and like for our mental health, you know, cause that stuff's like pretty important. We're all about the mental health. Just like pretty important. (laughs) And we found that it worked best if we took one week on and one week off. And, um, but I did want to like, let everyone know if you end up like writing us, say it's Julie's week that she's on the pot or on the Instagram and you want to ask me a question, and you feel weird because Julie's on there. And so you're like, does Julie have to pretend that she's Nicolette? <laughs> no. Julie just leaves it unread and then I get it the next week. And vice exactly. versa. So yes. we do that for each other. But um, okay, the you didn't you were not on the Instagram when everyone was responding to the dirty 30. No, I wasn't stuff <laughs> for Colby's birthday. And I could not stop screaming. First of all, how many of you girls wanted all the deets on all the dirty 30 things? The, the dirty deets. Like so many <laughs> girls where I'm like, oh, y'all act so innocent. And now you're coming out of the woodworks. So it was just funny to see all of you that like, you know. So we're showing up. We're really showing up. So loved all the responses. I love that none of you judged me. There was so much love. <laughs> and I'm sure all the Dirty 30 secrets created a lot of love for you guys and your people. Mm-hmm. Your, your Some partners. spicy love. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. hope that everyone writes in and like just tells us how it all went. Yes. Like – a review on the Dirty 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, those are the messages that we love. We Truly. just, we love so hard. Our DMs are oh. incredible. We get like very moving stories. We get yes. people venting about birth control. We get yes. diva cup stories. Those are my personal oh. favorite. Oh, I die. The, the most horrific. The menstrual cup stories are <laughs> incredibly just. <laughs> traumatizing yes (laughs) and I just like feel them all in my heart and soul I just relate so hard but we do we get so our dms are such a wide variety 
mm-hmm. of excitement. Mm-hmm. They really make our days. So yes. thank you for always being so interactive on there with us. Yes. We love it yes, so much. We, we eat it up. And like we don't have someone answering our DMs for us, some like outside source. It's truly me and Julie. <laughs> and we truly are your best friends. We, we really are. We, it's it's our greatest dream realized. We dedicate we literally dedicate our lives. Julie is a ghost on her personal Instagram. <laughs> like you would maybe not know if she exists in the world anymore, but you better believe she shows up for yeah, her. You better believe I'm on Flourish Podcast Instagram. You'll get like a nice sunrise picture on my mm-hmm. own Instagram mm-hmm. once every so often. Yes. But I show up for for Flourish. <laughs> Oh, I love you. It's so great. It's great. It really is. Ugh. It's the best. Um, I have an embarrassing story for everyone. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. Yes. Um, so we know I'm pregnant, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the embarrassing part. No, that's the great part. <laughs> that's just like the fact. <laughs> um, and I okay, so Things been great. Can't really complain. Truly can't complain. Um, at the gym, need to pee because, like, you know, there's no space in there anymore. And I pee all the time. And so I go pee and, like, fully release my bladder, right? No one ever just, like, half pees in a bathroom, right? No, no it's too hard. It that hurts. Out. Yeah. That hurts to hold it off. <laughs> So release my bladder. I'm feeling great. I'm washing my hands now at the sink. This is in the gym bathroom. And all of a sudden, there's like a splat of liquid below me on the ground, like a large amount. And I (laughs) I immediately am like, did I splash my did my water like do I have water on my hands and it splashed and I'm like oh no I'm like warm like I can feel like I like something happened so I'm like oh is this my water breaking (laughs) I'm like just like far too soon only halfway basically (laughs) so but also then I'm like panicked because I'm like okay right what if and so I reverse into the stall Just behind me. Back up, like back up, back shuffle, up, back up. like a penguin. Because <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? Like, I couldn't even wipe it up on the ground because I was like, I just like need to assess the situation first. So I go into the bathroom and I like stick my fingers in there, right? Because it's like, I need to smell. If we it's need to see pee. what color it is. Yeah. Am I bleeding? Right. Is it pee? Does it have a smell? And it like doesn't have a smell. And so I'm like a little nervous and there's no, so that I wipe and there's no color. So I sit back down and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let's try this again. <laughs> so I'm like trying to pee again and nothing's coming out. Cause I haven't, I have nothing in there. And I still, I wipe, I like try wiping my leggings up. Thank goodness they were black leggings. Cause oh, like, what would, black leggings. Mm-hmm. what would I do? What would I do? And I stand back up. I pull my leggings back up. I'm like getting all situated and 
all of a sudden I feel the most intense kick on my <gasps> bladder. No. And liquid again. Oh. So that, and then I smelled, like I smelled it again. <laughs> Is this like so TMI <laughs> for a Monday morning? I mean, I'm loving it, but. <laughs> I smell it again and it's definitely pee. Okay. So it happens two more times and he no. is punching my bladder so hard, like so hard kicking, punching. I don't know. One of the parts. Right. And every single time it just like water guns out of me. <gasps> I've never experienced anything like this in my life. So, I mean, I like had to go home. It's yeah, like, there's no, no I can't no. no I'm there's going no saving home. that day. Yeah. No, and I'm like talking to him and I'm just like, can you move up a little? Like you don't yeah. need to do this to my bladder. Like, can you just chill for a sec? <laughs> <laughs> At least let me walk out of the gym before you do right. this again. Let me get home. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So anyway, it's happened and I I ended up asking my doctor about it. And it's very common that you can like fully empty your bladder. And if they're sitting right on top of it or in they're in a position where they can hit it, it can just like shoot out of you. That's so just, wild. Just anything, any liquid in your body. <laughs> See ya. Oh my gosh. So it's happened like one more time since. And um like how shocking. Uh-huh. So like just out of nowhere. I just I don't wear underwear on a regular occasion. And so now I think I like have to mm. <laughs> maybe like a the extra, Yeah. Like the extra layer. You just know, just case. something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I can like picture myself wearing a dress, like doing hair and oh, it just yeah. like just coming like a bucket coming out of me while I'm doing hair. Mm. Nothing love, to catch. Love that visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very much. fun. Very clean. Is it when it happened to you the second time? Was it also after you went to the bathroom or was it just random? Yes. Yes. It like for some reason seems to happen when I'm when I've emptied my bladder. Weird. Yeah. I'm sure there's like some sort of something reason. There's got to be. That I don't know. For sure. There's got to be. So. Well, thanks for that though. I'm now the pee girl. So. (laughs) Love that story. Love mm-hmm. love those embarrassing I'm moments. I'm just going to always keep it real here. We so, need that. There's that. There's that for everyone. We just need, we just need Billy to just mm-hmm. less kicks. Less to kicks the on the bladder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just keep napping, please. <laughs> just <laughs> nice take a nap. Little snoozes. <laughs> um, speaking of babies, mm-hmm. I have talked to you about this at length, but... I spent last week babysitting Mm -hmm. my sister's kids. There's three of them, ages Mm -hmm. three, six, and nine. Great kids. So cute. Love Mm -hmm. them. Um, It was like a baptism by fire into parenthood. Mm -hmm. And I think I was a little unprepared. Mm -hmm. You guys, Julie's text messages during the week when I had check in on her. You guys, I just was overwhelmed a little. But because no one goes from zero to three. No, 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 no. In all those age groups too. Right. You kind of hope that you start with just one as like Mm -hmm. a baby and Mm -hmm. you kind of learn as you grow, you know, Mm -hmm. and as the baby grows and then like 
eventually mm. somehow you have three and you're already used to the craziness of all of that. Somehow. You guys, I, I was exhausted. I, I've never been busier. I always thought that like moms had time. Mm-mm. And I just, so the moral of the story is, is this is just a shout out to all the moms across the world. <laughs> like you're killing it. Mm-hmm. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. I, just feel like I walked six days in your shoes. Yes. <laughs> I learned so much. Mm-hmm. And I'm scared. I'm scared Very to do scared. it myself. Very scared. Um, one of the days Julie like sent me a full list of all the things that she had done and it wasn't even 930 yet. AM. <laughs> yes. And it was like an exhausting <laughs> list of things. And I was like, oh, no, no, yeah. no. It was so busy and they were all things I had to do. Yes. Like it wasn't just extra stuff. It was like I, they were things I woke up at the crack of dawn and Mm -hmm. had to do all of these things. And yet when I looked at the clock, I was like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. it's still, the sun is still rising Yes, in the sky and I've done all these things. So this is just me like actually really, truly realizing how hard it is to be a mom and Mm. Mm-hmm. I just my I just give it up to all of you moms out there. Shout out mm-hmm. to all of you moms who do it all, whatever that means. Major, you're shout killing out. it. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my last week. Um, I got my teeth cleaned by Julie a few days ago, which is always such a treat. So and Julie, fun. tell tell everyone were my were my <gasps> teeth great? Well, as long as you're okay with me releasing your personal information. You are, you are loud. <laughs> you're loud. No, your teeth look phenomenal. Ugh. They looked great. My dad Ugh. said so too. I like didn't want to influence him in any way. So yes. when he came in and was like looking, because I don't know if a lot of you know this, a lot of you moms probably do, but when people are pregnant when women are pregnant they can get like swollen gums bleedy Mm -hmm. gums it's like just it's called pregnancy gingivitis Mm -hmm. and um so we look at that when expectant mothers come in to our office and see how they're doing and nick's gums looked great you wouldn't even know if you're only looking at her mouth you would never even know she was growing a baby i love to hear it no cavities wow sparkling clean gums and teeth they looked great wow and my like veneers that her dad did do we call Mm. them veneers what do we call them yeah we call them composite veneers composite veneers still look flawless a year later they really do i actually was really impressed i was checking them out pretty good and Mm -hmm. can't even see where the seams are like he did a very good job such a good job Mm -hmm. but anyway while i was getting my teeth cleaned by jules um she she said that she maybe could never have kids ever. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I'm scared. Same. (laughs) But one's already in me, but I still say same. And um, then she also was like, and like this job, she was like pointing to like what she was doing, you know, like that she's a dental hygienist. Like she was like this, this is easy. Yeah. Like compared to being a mom. Honestly. When like 
all Julie and I have ever done the last like couple years is like, oh, we are so tired from working. <laughs> we have the hardest work week, uh, which is all valid and true. It is. But, it is. Wow. But we'd probably still pick our jobs over the mom job. It is really hard to be a mom. That is what exhausting. I learned. It is what I learned. It's 24 seven. Never turns off. And so just props to all the moms out there. It is, <laughs> it is really hard. And I, mm -hmm. I always knew it was, but I didn't really know that it was no. until no. I did it myself. Yes. Terrifying. So there's that. Also, what I did last week is I watched um, a fun Netflix show. Okay. Um, I don't know if you have watched it. It is called, Is It Cake? Nope. Okay. <laughs> is this another one of those baking shows? Yes, it is. Of but I think you is. would like it. Okay. I think you'd like it. Jay watched it with me and Jay does Jay couldn't care less, you know, about my baking okay. shows. He's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's how I am. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, that's your time. You mm -hmm. enjoy that. Mm -hmm. But it's a really cool show. It's on the top um 10 on Netflix right now. I think okay. it's number two on like the top charts or whatever. Okay. So it's these really incredibly skilled bakers. They they take everyday objects and they make a cake that looks identical to these objects. So and then they put them on different pedestals with objects that are actually what they are. So like let's say someone makes there's like six tennis shoes, but one of the tennis shoes is cake. And the baker okay. made that cake. And they bring on judges <gasps> to try and figure out which one Stop is cake. It. And they're good. Oh, so it's that realistic. Super realistic. Oh. Like they, they go down to the details. Like the, it's really cool. And sometimes it's easy and you're like, oh, okay, I can tell which one is cake. But sometimes no. it gets you. It's really a fun show. I could probably do this. I think you should give it a try. I was really surprised Jay came and watched it with me and he was kept being the one that was like, let's watch another one. Like, I let's watch mm. it again, you know, at the end of the work day or whatever. <gasps> so it's a really good show. So I recommend it. Okay. Love that. Yep. Love that. Mostly love that for you because you love your baking shows. But so I love that it's something that I could possibly like as well. I think you could. I think that you could really get behind it. Yes. It's not Love Island, but it's not. It'll do till hopefully <laughs> June when we, I think the release date is of Love Island. So yes, we'll get It'll there. It'll get me by. Yes. <laughs> um, we also want to mention that we have something really exciting from a company that we've talked about on here a lot, which is Branch Basics. They are a really great company super clean products for your home that you can use and feel really good about using. And there's, you go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say that they have really awesome. They've got laundry detergents. They've got cleaners, bathroom cleaners. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of all of their products, but you can use them and use them with a really nice peace of mind. Yes. Um, when I switched over into like the whole natural, non-toxic, cleaning situation in my home. It was always overwhelming because I felt like I was like picking at all these different brands because you like can't, it seems like not one brand carries 
all the things that you can replace all your toxic stuff and all your cleaning stuff. Um, or like some of the companies have a really good, like all purpose spray, but their dishwashing stuff is like really crappy. So anyway, branch basics is amazing because they have a starter kit that literally all you need to do is buy the starter kit and you have now replaced every single cleaning supply, like supply in your home, um, with something natural and it's all in the kit, like your toilet, your shower, your, like it's everything. Yeah. So, which is really cool. And we have a lot of you guys DM us when you have listened to like our non-toxic living podcasts or some of our women's health podcasts where we talk about these products. And it's, I think for those who have never dabbled in the non-toxic product world, it can be, I mean, it was for me too, very overwhelming, like you said, of like where to start. And so mm-hmm. their starter kit, I think is perfect for people who, I mean, for anyone, but especially for those who are wanting to try out non-toxic products, but don't really know what companies are good or where to start. This is a super, super good option. So they gave us a code that is 15% off their starter kit and you just use code flourish at checkout. So we will, we do, we'll put the link and our code in our show notes below so that you can check it out yes um today's episode today's episode mm-hmm. is all about mm, per- perspective would you say i would is that I how will. you would like that was the word i was muddle it down to okay yes so we love a good we love a good perspective right we all love turning something hard or not fun into something better and great and looking at it from a different viewpoint because sometimes we can get stuck in a massive rut right the feel sorry for me's which are all very valid yeah but sometimes we need that little reminder that we don't have to live like that so We have two quotes that we both like super resonated with that we kind of wanted to like share and expand on that have really sparked something in us and been beneficial for us. So we'll first read those. Jules, do you want to read the first one? Yeah. Okay. So. It says, everything in your life does one of three things, shows you to yourself, heals a part of yourself, or lets you enjoy a part of yourself. If you adopt that perspective, there's nothing left to fear. Mm. Love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love that. And I I really do. I really do think that's true. I think that one of the harder things to do when you're going through something is to step outside of yourself in that moment and try and see it from a different point of view or as a way to um, learn or grow or change or adapt to something different. And I think that it really is true when you think about lessons you've learned in your life or things you've gone through that they do ultimately do one of those things for you. 
Yeah. I almost wish that that could like pop up in like (laughs) a visual in my like vision every time I hit like a bump in the road in my life or like a bad day or something like goes not planned. I wish it would, those like words would come up. Like I wish there were bullet points that were, were like, yeah. is this showing you to yourself? <laughs> is this healing a part of yourself or is this letting you enjoy a part of yourself? <laughs> it's so I true. I think if I could immediately like think like that, it would save me so much turmoil and so much pity and so much unnecessary like bad energy that just anxiety too yes yeah yeah it would also be really nice if there was like someone that could hold up a sign that said hey this will heal you or hey this will (laughs) help you enjoy a part of yourself I like that that would be really nice because then you could really see it and you'd be like oh okay cool I'll go through it so that I can learn that totally Ooh. Like that would that. be nice too. But that's even better. That's better than the visual popping up <laughs> with the bullet hey, points. <laughs> hey, either way. <laughs> oh, okay. So the next the next quote that we loved says, "You get to choose how you see your life." And so I hope you choose to see serendipity. I hope that when something beautiful happens, you take it as a confirmation. And when something hard happens, you take it as a moment to rest and heal. I hope you choose to put together the pieces. I hope you seek understanding. I hope you find little wells of joy that may spring up through the day. I hope you feel a connection where others see separation. I hope you discover things you'd never you you never knew you'd want to be want to come. I hope you know that a thousand failures are the building blocks of your becoming. I hope you are not dissuaded by the dead ends. I hope you know that they are not final destinations. I hope you know that it is the courage to keep beginning that ultimately gets us all where we are meant to be. Wowza. Like, don't you feel like you could read that? And like you need it like broken down into like a million different yeah. little sections to like re- keep rereading. Yes, <clears throat> I love the part where it says, "I hope you feel a connection where others see separation." Mm-hmm. That's like mm-hmm. very. That's very pretty. Yes. Those are very so pretty words. Pretty. It like so makes you feel pretty. warm. Like it just gives you a warm feeling. Where I feel like we do live in a world where people do either your feelings or beliefs or anything your views can be viewed as like a separation and like a division Mm -hmm. and I think that it's really beautiful when you can find the things that connect you even Mm -hmm. if that's like something simple as that like oh we both love cookies (laughs) totally (laughs) but just like something that's a bond where you can connect with others instead of seeing things that in itself is such a big perspective where you can look at the world and say like or see such a separation or you can look at the world and see where there are places where we like unite and come together and like build bonds Mm -hmm. I think that that can give you like a hope or a type of hope and yeah a world where there can you can also see times of like darkness or heaviness or hard things as well. Totally. I um 
this specific quote popped up on my Instagram feed um, the, the night that I found out I was pregnant. Oh. And if you all remember, I was like, not well. <laughs> I was like very sad that I was pregnant that day. And <laughs> unfortunately, that just not that, like that, that now. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but it was such a good like, I mean, because when you find out news like that, it's mm. like your whole world is all of a sudden not even close to the same anymore. Everything, every idea you have, everything's never going to be the same. It's like you're in this like really floaty, scary phase for a second where you're like, what? And I love like the very first sentence that's just like saying that I hope you choose to see serendipity like truly shook me where I was like, okay, like things aren't just happening to happen. Like there is like a rhythm to life and like a very specific order to life, to your own life. And like everything is happening in this like beautiful musical way. And like, sometimes it's just very hard to see it that way and to see that it's all happening the way it's meant to be. But it just like, definitely I screenshot it that day. Cause I was like, Oh, like hi Nicolette, you need to wake up and like <laughs> stop viewing life as like, everything's happening to you. Like just start viewing it in like all the most beautiful ways so absolutely yeah I love that I also really sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say there are so many like parts of that quote that you could like pull apart and be like that I needed I need that today (laughs) yeah I was gonna talk about the part where it says a thousand failures are the building blocks of your becoming Mm -hmm. you and I love failure we oh yes we love failing Mm -hmm. right I mean it's hard when you fail right (laughs) but like how you I feel like you need those moments you need the moments of failure to know what the moments of like success feel like and Mm -hmm. you need to know what that feels like and know that those are really building blocks to you becoming who you are or becoming the better version of you or the expanded version of yourself and to know really what both ends of the spectrum feel like in terms of failure and success yeah I agree I thought that we could like pull a try to pull a few examples from like our own personal lives um of some things that we've like gone through that have either showed us to ourselves or healed a part of us or helped us enjoy a part of ourselves or like that are we're currently in the process of dealing I love that. with. So let's do it. I'll go first. Okay. Um, okay. When I was thinking of like the biggest thing that has shown me to myself in my life, I would probably say that it was um, just some of the, the experiences I went through in my late childhood, early teens with my family and just like the family trauma we had. 
Um, and I remember feeling like I, well, I just like was the most lost I've, I had ever been and, um, didn't know if I was losing my mom, didn't know if I would eventually like not actually physically lose my dad, but like lose him in my life. Um, everything was so, I mean, and, and the situation was very traumatic in general, um, for a teenager to process in their brain. And in the moment, you're just like angry, right? You're just like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Um, and as I've gotten older and probably within the last like five or 10 years is when I've realized that, and it probably, I probably didn't realize it until other people have pointed it out to me, like friends or Colby where he'll say things like, you know, you, and not in like, it can sound like in a sick and twisted way, but like, you're lucky you went through something so big at such a young age where it like completely showed you who you wanted to be, like made you so sure of yourself and kind of gave you all this wisdom that like most 15 year olds wouldn't have Mm -hmm. at that age. And kind of set me up for, yeah, having more wisdom in like my younger years that then I just kept being able to build upon as I got older. And, um, ultimately it showed me to myself and like my true potential and how strong I really am and who I really want to become and who I don't want to become. And, So yeah, that's like something, something I could be like really negative about, um, Mm -hmm. still today I've like chosen to be super, super, super thankful for it, that it showed me it is, it is who I am now. Like it is everything about that curated who I am. So that was what I thought of for showing me to myself. And, um, for healing a part of myself, I, oh my gosh, I mean, being sick, like undiagnosed with like weird health issues, Mm. um, for so many years. Yeah. Like not only did, am I like healed from that now, (laughs) but just amazing. Yes. So great. But in like the depths of like my deepest misery of being in so much pain, I learned, I learned that I literally had to like, no one was going to be my biggest advocate except for me. And I had to figure out how to heal myself because all the doctors giving me Percocets was not healing myself (laughs) at all. Mm -mm. And like, I eventually just had to be like, okay, so what, what do I have to do? Like, is this something internally that I have not like taken care of? Is it like emotional damage that I haven't taken care of that is like showing up as a physical ailment now? Like, do I need to heal 
something inside of me because I truly believe in all of that. Like I think that if we don't heal our trauma, it can then present itself in like a physical form as like an ailment. And um, anyway, I, I had to like sit down, be quiet and dig deep and try to figure out how to heal myself And I started out in like a physical sense of like, okay, let's try to heal my actual physical ailments right now, all the stuff that's causing so much pain. Um, But in, in that process, I learned because I had to be, I had to take time to do that. It then helped me create a morning routine where I actually set aside time to be quiet, to journal, to like research how to be how to heal myself, which now has led me into like just a whole different chapter of healing that, um, and, and a habit of like healing myself every day with like a morning routine and, um, always like seeking answers from my body as to, um, why I feel the way I feel and trying to be as in tune with myself, um, as possible. And so ultimately like being super sick and struggling so bad with, with pain is something that actually taught me how to heal me and my trauma and in return cured me. (laughs) So just kind of a cool, I had it. I had it when I was, when I was thinking about this podcast that like, actually I hadn't made that connection yet until now. So just, I love that once again, finding like your trials and trying to figure out what did they, what did they teach me? Yeah. So my last one, um, just recently happened and my mom was actually the person that was holding up the sign. Like Julie said, (laughs) basically, (laughs) And she like immediately was, was there with the sign, basically like the second I started talking to her about my, my sad story. And it was just when I had found out if you follow me on my personal Instagram, I like shared last weekend that Billy has like a, a silly kidney is what we call it. He just has a little, little issue with his kidney and, um, the day that I found out from the doctor, I mean, I like the doctor couldn't really give me much detail, but like his final remark was basically like, well, people can survive with one kidney. So just remember that. But like, obviously that, yeah, that's reassuring. But in my, in my heart, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're telling me he'll have Mm -hmm. to get surgery and get his kidney removed immediately. Like when he's born. Yeah. And like, no one wants, no No. one wants to hear it, even though everything can be okay. So anyway, I called my mom because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You call your mom (laughs) and walked into the backyard and was just like hysteric. And I don't cry like that hardly ever. I like hardly, definitely don't do that in private. And I definitely don't do it in public or to people, (laughs) but I 
like start telling my mom the situation and that I'm scared and that I'm sad and that I want to rip my own kidney out and (laughs) put it in his body. And I'm like going through all the emotions and she's just kind of letting me talk. And she briefly like said, I'm very sorry. Like this is never it's never fun to find something out that's like wrong with your baby or your kid or anyone. And so I'm very sorry. And it's completely normal for you to feel all of these feelings and they're valid and it's fine. And I want you to feel like you can cry. But then she said, but what are you, what are you supposed to learn here? And I was like, so bothered. I like yeah. sat down on my like <laughs> pavement and was like, "What am like? What I do you mean?" To learn? I was like, "Did she listen to anything I just told her?" I right. like couldn't wrap my mind because she's like kind of an airhead. We love her, <laughs> but she's like all over the place. So I was like, "Is she confused?" So I was like, "What do you mean?" And she was like, "What are you supposed to learn? Like, what are you learning right now from?" this trial because there is always something to be learned. Everything that you do in your day and everything that happens to you, there is something you're learning and it's doing something for you. So what is this doing for you? I was just like quiet because I'm like, is there a right answer? Like what's she, I felt like she was like, she knew there was a right answer. Yeah. And anyway, I, I said, I don't know, because I just was so frazzled. Well, yeah, in shock. <laughs> and I really and didn't scared. know. And she said, well, I want you to think about it the rest of the day. And maybe for a while, but, and maybe you won't come up with your own answers for a minute, but I'm going to tell you what I can already tell you this is teaching you from an outsider's perspective. And she said, like... She was like, you've always been nervous that you won't feel a connection like to your babies. Like you've never, you didn't want kids. Like you were always scared of having kids. And then you were always like, you've always been nervous that you're not going to find this like deep, fulfilling connection with them. And she's like, what are you, what is happening to you right now? And I was like, I literally would do absolutely anything in this world for this little baby that I've never met in my entire life. Like Mm -hmm. I felt in that moment, a love that like I have never in my life ever experienced. And it almost was like confusing and I couldn't identify it because I've never experienced something like that before. And she was like, you're you are learning that like you are capable, like you have everything you need to love this baby, to be this baby's mom, to raise him. And it's, I think you needed to like have something happen to, to help you recognize. Yeah. Like you are everything and more for this situation. And it like caught me so off guard her just like because in that second that she told me that I was like you're so right like I I think I needed to feel 
I think I needed to feel this definitely to like give me courage and also give me a really big appreciation for my mom who raised me. There was like all this huge just flood of empathy that I felt that I I think I needed to feel. I've been in a very vain space of life. <laughs> like a very it's been a it's great. It's been great and I don't I don't regret it, but I I haven't really been like outside myself much. So it was definitely such a great experience to have even though it's it's been like sad and like the unknown is very scary it's taught me so much about myself it's showing me a lot about myself and in in return it's actually like showing me some of my favorite parts of myself so it went along perfectly with this yeah with this little that's really beautiful this quote so how do moms just know Ugh. moms just know are we gonna know how to do that with our kids one day well it sounds like, like you will i feel like it really <laughs> it does i genuinely mean that it sounds like you will i i really believe that you will oh me i don't know but stop you <laughs> but will <laughs> but you you already have it you already have it. i just like well, it's already you. in you I just don't get it. Like, I how do moms like listen to their kids cry and then be like, "Okay, I'm gonna kind of play tough love here and be like, what are you learning?" Well, and like, and when to play tough love and totally. when when to be soft and when mm-hmm. the right exact right thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mom intuition. Moms are the freaking best. They really are. <sighs> okay. Well, now it's your turn. <laughs> shoot <laughs> as i wipe my tears Ooh. now it's your turn just a tough act to follow <laughs> okay let's see something that has shown myself to me i would say within the past couple years the biggest thing that showed me to myself was and you know i don't even really know what to call it Um, because I, I feel so differently now than when I was struggling with my anxious episode in early 2021, but that was something that absolutely showed me to myself in a lot of different ways. I felt like, so, I mean, if you're new here or if you... I just, I went, I had a really anxious time. I don't know if it was an anxiety attack or just an anxious episode that lasted for a period of a couple months last year, beginning of last year. And it really altered me in quite a few ways. I have never, I had never previously struggled with something like that before. And it really made me take a step back with myself and in my life. And um, it showed me so many things about myself. I mean, it showed me a lot of good parts. It showed me a really empathetic version of myself. It showed me someone who uh, was trying really hard to be everything for everyone. Um, It showed me a part of myself that 
thought that I had plenty of control and realized I had very little (laughs) when it came down to it. Um, It showed me that I had a lot to learn about myself and that I needed to make a lot of changes in, in my life and that I needed to slow down, which we've, I've talked about before, but I think in that moment, I, when I was struggling really bad, I didn't even really know what I was feeling, which was scary. I didn't really know. I had never really experienced the feelings that I was feeling before. And so it was really hard to communicate those to other people because I didn't necessarily understand them yet. And so I feel really lucky now that I had that time in my life because I learned a lot about myself. I looked at myself hard in the mirror and had to learn a lot about what I needed and kind of who I was and what I didn't need and um, to be, I needed to learn to be a little bit more selfish with myself. I think at that time in my life, I was putting a lot of other people's heavy emotions on myself and trying to, to carry those and trying to be someone strong for a lot of people. And it turns out my back broke. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And not in a true physical sense, but in like a mental sense, I just like, I couldn't deal. And I just, I felt really heavy and I just, I needed to learn to be a little bit more selfish for myself and for my marriage and for my relationships. And it is something I that whole experience of the anxiety and the stress that I felt during those times has been such a good lesson for me. And I feel really fortunate that like the work that I've done on myself and the learning that I've done in the past year and a half or so has really helped me to not struggle with that as much. I mean, I still, I'm, you know, anxiety prone and, you know, life brings stresses and anxieties and that's something that goes up and down but I feel really fortunate that I was able to learn so much about myself in that moment in those couple of months where I was struggling so much I feel like that was one of the biggest times in my life where I have had to really look myself in the mirror and evaluate how I was doing and then realizing that I wasn't doing very well yeah, (laughs) and that I was doing well in so many areas of my life, but not as good on myself as I could have been and then move forward and make changes. So Mm -hmm. that was one of my, that's one of my biggest show yourself, show you to yourself moments. Um, an experience that has healed a part of myself would probably be, I'm just thinking these up, you know, thinking these yes. up on the fly. We love, we love that. Um, I would say a healing time in my life was I dated someone. I, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I dated somebody when I was young for a long period of time, um, which at times was a good relationship and at other times was very tumultuous. Um, I wasn't treated 
well in that relationship um, for a lot of it. And I know so many people can relate to that. It's really hard to see that when you're in it until you're out of it. And then it's a persp- it's totally a perspective thing. You know, you have people around you who love you, who tell you, you know, this isn't great for you. You could have so much more. There are so many better options. Um, but when you're in that situation, your perspective is so different. And I was very young and I feel like at a super malleable age. And I eventually realized I, I, at the time when I was dating this person, I really thought that that was who I was going to spend my life with. I really, I really did. And I don't know if that's a bit of me being young and wanting that. Um, and also part of truly having love for that person at the time as well. But I realized pretty quickly once I realized that that person wasn't for me, it hit me like a ton of bricks and separating myself from that situation was really hard because it was something I had grown so attached to. But when I separated myself from that situation, I realized I was left with very little self-esteem. I felt like I had been dragged down quite a bit. And I think that it's hard when you're at such an influential age, you know, you're 15, 16, 17, and people who you care about tell you things about yourself that are, that are negative. I think it's hard. I think you can take on those traits or you can, you can almost agree with them even when they're not true. And it's hard. I think, I mean, that's just a, it's a tricky thing. And so I was, when I left that situation, I was left pretty lost, I would say. And I had just gone to college. I moved out. I was living with new roommates that I didn't know. First time out of the house. And it was such a healing time for me to kind of start over and decide who I wanted to be and the type of person that I wanted to be, evaluate the things that I felt like this person had said about me or had um, given me the idea of certain ways that I was and decide if those things were true or not. And if they were, then fix them. And if they weren't true, then to forget them and to move on and build myself back up. And I think before that time, I was relying on someone else for my self-esteem and for my self-worth. And it wasn't until I was on my own and more independent that I realized that all of that came from myself and I had to figure it out and, and build it from ground zero. And I grew so much as a person in that year. And I really feel like that set me up for such a happy and like joyful life and gave me such a greater perspective on other people can have a perspective on you. They can have thoughts about you in the end and you can respect those perspectives. I think that it's always really important to 
respect people's perspectives, no matter the topic, you know, because you can, even if a situation happens, you can both see it from a totally different perspective, but to decide for my own self, the perspective I was going to see on myself. And it was a super healing time in my life where I felt like I really grew into myself as a person and as a woman. And it's a time that I am really grateful for looking back, even though it was super, super hard and emotional for me at the time. And then a part that I enjoy, something that lets me enjoy a part of myself, I would say, I think I have always been a gen, like generally a happy person. Um, but I feel like I think being married has opened up oh. parts of me. I, I really do. I feel like being married has brought out the best sides of me. I think I have learned so much being married lessons that have been hard ones, but good ones. And I feel like I have just been able to enjoy being a wife and like a partner and a best friend to JP. I feel like that has really been something that has let me just like blossom into such a happy mm-hmm. person. And so that is one of my favorite parts about me is the part of me that is a wife to JP. I think it's so fun and something I so enjoy in and my life. And it's not always easy. But oh, no. It, and it brings the brings so, some of the greatest joy and has shown you even more to yourself. It's so true. Which is so, so great. That's like what you hope for in a partner is hopefully a lifetime of like finding more, unfold, un, uncovering more parts of yourself. Completely. With them. Absolutely. I love that. So those are probably mine. I love that. I was telling you when I cleaned your teeth that Jay and I... Oh my I, gosh. <laughs> Jay and I had an impromptu karaoke. <laughs> well, really what ours. was ours is that we were trying, we were pretending like we were auditioning for American Idol is what it was. And <laughs> we, <laughs> and neither of us have outstanding singing voices, let's be clear. But we, um, yeah, we had karaoke night and we laughed so hard. We cried. It was the best. Can the best we like, because this is your week on Instagram. Can I just really beg? Can everybody actually just get on Instagram this week and say, please? Because Julie told me that they recorded themselves doing this. We did. And I at least, like, if Julie's too embarrassed to show herself, like, can we at least see Jay? Because Jay is known, like, notoriously known for never knowing the words to the songs. Not one. You guys should hear him sing song, and it's like full confidence. So when you hear him sing and he's putting in all these words that definitely don't go there, <laughs> you start to get confused that maybe you know the words wrong. Yeah. Because there's yeah. so much. He flows pretty pretty quick with it, <laughs> and he's confident, and it, like, sounds kind of right, even when it's so wrong. But I would love – like. Can you just maybe tell us that you'll think about it? That yeah, maybe I'll, you'll share a blip. I will absolutely think about it. If okay. I if enough people are interested <laughs> in, <laughs> in seeing the absolute crap mm-hmm. show that was our mm-hmm. karaoke date night in our house, 
um, then yes, I'll have to ask Jay if he feels comfy. Was Jay shirtless or did he have a shirt on? Oh, that's a good question. Because he's usually shirtless. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure the girls won't mind. Oh, I don't know. But I, I can't remember if he's wearing a shirt or not. That is a good point. Uh-huh. That is valid. Like is he valid. might not be fully clothed. So no, we just he need to not. like, we'll have to assess. <laughs> we'll have to assess. <laughs> but anyways, those were all of mine. Those oh my are- gosh. I love, I love all of them, you know, and I don't want to come off as like, I feel like a lot of people view trials and they're always like, like if supposedly we have this like loving God, like this God, Mm -hmm. if you believe in one, then like, why would he do all of this like stuff to us? Absolutely. And I think a lot a lot of people can fall victim of that. I think that I've fallen victim of that in instances where I've had to like snap myself out of that for a second, but I think that that's like a very human part of us. Um and so I don't want to like discount any of like that no type of feeling cuz I think it's very normal and valid to have a moment of like, well, this is crappy and this isn't fair. And I don't deserve any of this. But I hope that these quotes and this episode just like helps you to push yourself to be that person with the sign, whether you're holding it up for yourself or you're holding it up for someone else to add it, just give the added effort of like figuring out what is this doing for me right now? Like what specifically am I supposed to learn here? Um, I like thought of two things really quick that like popped in my brain of other situations. If like some of you are listening and you're trying to figure out just simple like situations where you can apply this to your life. I was just off the top of my head thinking of like one of my clients didn't get a job offer or didn't get the job she applied for and that she's worked really hard for. Um, and like two weeks later, it sent her into this opportunity of a even better job with like triple the pay. And amazing. We love like, that. Yeah. Like a situation that if she would have taken the other job first say she would have gotten that job that she thought she wanted really bad. She would have never had this new opportunity that's now like changing her life. And it's going to send her to live in a different state that she's always wanted to live in. And, and like being able to calm down for a second, cause it's not always going to show it's present itself, like what you're supposed to learn. Right. <laughs> but like to be still and like try to just be okay. And then to let the magic start flowing and to see all the serendipitous moments and that everything is not always a dead end and to kind of zoom further out in your life. Um, I thought about Colby and Colby didn't have Colby's birth dad was not present in his life at, at all and still isn't really. And, um, 
as Colby's entering a different chapter of his life as becoming a father himself, I think he's learning so much about like why this whole shitty situation happened where he didn't have a birth dad and why, because it's showing Colby how much he wants to be a present dad to his children. Um, Whereas Colby probably would have never been able to see that connection when he was like a 16 year old, you know, like Mm -hmm. he's had to kind of calm, like wait for it to like have the zoom out effect to be like, Oh, this is why that happened. Like I'm learning all these things from this sad experience. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I think go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that's a really good point is that you, I would say probably more often than not, it's not something that you're going to see right away or something Mm -hmm. that you're going to feel right away. You're something you know, hard isn't going to happen to you and you're going to think immediate, like, oh, this, this is, is what I learned. Or yeah, this is, I'm going to be better from this. Like mm-hmm. that, unfortunately, is just not how that goes. And no. so I hope that in us like sharing our experiences and talking about this stuff, you, that's not the idea that people are getting. I feel like it really does take time to sometimes come full for that full circle moment Mm -hmm. where you're like, Oh my gosh, yes. Like I was being prepared for this or Mm -hmm. I was being expanded for this moment. And here I am being like dropped into place right in this perfect time. And it's always so magical when it happens and it's, but it is so true. Like you, it's probably not going to happen when it when the trial hits you're not gonna see the big picture but hopefully you can all just try harder to keep waiting for that moment to shine through like those little glimmers of light to poke through and to not give up hope and to not be a complete pessimist about it because I think if we sit and we soak in our pessimism and how sad we are it's those all those heavy thoughts are going to make it so much more cloudy for us to be able to see what the good is happening as it happens and then we like we'll never get to that that amazing aha moment where we can like thank the trial itself one day like, and be like, oh my gosh, like I needed that. So just try to not give up hope and try to, try to check in with yourself every once in a while as you're sorting through whatever trial you're going through right now and ask yourself those questions, like try to see what this is teaching you, but to also not be too hard on yourself if it's not happening right away and to allow yourself to still feel sad or upset that those things are happening. Definitely. Yeah. Have you seen the movie Serendipity? No. (gasps) What? No. Is it old? Oh. Oh, Oh, no. Nick. Oh, no. You, uh, You would love it. Okay, oh, as as homework me. from the Flourish okay. podcast, everyone this week has to watch <laughs> Serendipity. Okay. It stars Kate Beckinsale. 
Oh. And, yeah, a young Kate Beckinsale and a young... Hmm. Oh, who is that guy? Is his name John Cusack? Okay. That sounds that, right. It could for sure be a lie. But I think it could star those two. Okay. And a quick, a quick synopsis of the movie is that these two meet one Christmas Eve night. And Ugh. they spend a magical night together. And he wants her phone number and she believes in fate. And so she writes her name and phone number on a dollar bill. And then <gasps> instead of giving it to him, goes and buys something with the dollar bill. And she says, if you ever find it, then we'll know that we're meant to be. And so then the whole movie goes on from there. <gasps> and it's all about serendipity. And you oh, would love it. Okay. Sounds like a romantic, like, love happy something it's so great that i'm all about the music's great she's stunning Uh, everything about it is great the message is good and yeah it's a little bit older i don't know maybe early 2000s okay or so okay yeah i'll look for it i'll see if i can find it on any of my um networks that i (laughs) i have (laughs) and you know what while you're watching it you could be Tell really me. you could be really comfy. Oh, we could we will be comfy. Mm-hmm. Because of our new cozy earth pajamas. Absolutely. <laughs> are you dying over how comfy they are? They're insane. I've I've worn what? them every day since I got them. This is not an exaggeration. I mean, yes. I wear them for only like 20 minutes at a time, so no one like be grossed out. Okay, but I wear them like at night. Just like to be comfy. Yes. After my shower? Yes. Butter. Uh, but I literally can't stop saying butter. And like, am I naked or am I not? Or am I – but I'm also like very warm. But am I cool? <laughs> it's just like – it's how bamboo fabric works. It's like yeah. cooling, heating in, in all the right times. But basically makes you feel like you're laying in a cloud naked. Basically. So if you feel like you would like that feeling, then Cozy Earth is for you. Yes. They have been so nice to give us a code that is Flourish40 for 40% off. I know you guys. And I was baffled when they told us how much they'd give our listeners off because like, sorry. That's quite a bit. Is it free? Basically. And I thought it was like one of those codes that would last forever. But it's not. So you have one more week to use this. So that's why it's such a good deal. You know? I see. Because it's like, that's not going to be around forever. So I'm glad I asked. <laughs> like, I'm really glad I asked. I am so. too. Because I'm just fine. I'm just learning this currently. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Found out. Found out it's just for a limited time. So well, then y'all better hurry up and I know. go and snag them for forty percent off. Listen, listen, they're already on sale on the website. I believe like they're slashed a little bit. Oh, so that's... I think that the code works on top of the slash. Oh, there's nothing we love more than a deal on a deal. So we love a slash and a slash and a slash. Ugh. And and a let me slash. tell you, let me <laughs> a flur <laughs> slash slash. <laughs> So sick. sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, if any of you guys are like avid spray tan gals, like your girl mm. is, 
or self tanners or whatever, and you trash your sheets and they literally look like you poop the bed every night because oh. <laughs> your spray tan gets all over them. I use these like, cause they're full length pajamas. They make short sleeve ones yeah. too. If you want, if you're more of like the short sleeve shorts gal to bed, but, um, the long sleeve set is what I wear on my like first few nights after getting a spray tan because it protects my beautiful white linen sheets. So, yeah. you know, they, there really is nothing to complain about. Everyone needs them. They're good for all seasons and you'll thank us later. Flourish 40 at checkout. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for listening today. Yes. If you love us so much, like we know you do, you could give us a five star. You could just toss that in. Just a little five little, star, ooh. a little review, a little quick, quick, right, right. <laughs> a little hey, hey. <laughs> a little send. <laughs> And we'd love you forever. I mean, we'll love you forever no matter what, but we'll love you even more if that happens. So absolutely. Yes. We love you so much. I hate when we do that. I hate it so much. (gasps) But we really do love you so much. Okay. And we hope you have the best week. (laughs) Bye. Bye.